Hey everybody, it's Thursday, uh, 404, uh, Kingdom of Loathing podcast not found. It's Thursday, 405. What does that mean? What is a 405 error? I don't know. No error at all. Yeah. Website found. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows you that instead of the website to let you know that the website exists. Yes. How's it going, guys? I'm Jack. Yeah, I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And how, how's it going? I'm Matt. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, life's been Feeling good. Feeling all right? Yeah. What you drinking, Riff? Uh, orange... Orange liquid. It yeah. isn't though. It's I mean, like it is pink. pink. Well, it's, it looks orange from here. Yeah, it's the light no. in here is. No, it's pink. It's it's. I mean, it's. You think Mountain Dew is yellow? Homemade fizzy water yeah. with artificial flavoring in it. I see. I see. What kind of flavoring? Orange. Okay. <laughs> orange and chemicals. Okay. Or, so you, orange water. So have you been using those those drops that you insert into regular water? But put them into you're putting them into carbonated water, yeah, to make like a fake soda in addition yeah. to just instead of just sugar a sweet. water. I it sucks though that you can only do those with fake sugar because with real sugar you'd have to put too much in. Like the only way to make oh because it needs a, to be... an entire glass of water really really mm. sweet with three drops is to have something that's like a hundred times as sweet as sugar, right? Right. But you know, yeah, take the chemical the fake of the sweetening is very obvious it's, so it takes some getting used to use isn't doesn't the uh fake sugar do really bad things to your insulin supply because it triggers the like insulin response but there's nothing for it to break down hmm. so it just hangs out so it just hangs crystallizing out. in your toes i've heard so that to it can off. fuck up your sense of whether or not you're full okay hmm. interesting all i know is that it doesn't like the widespread adoption of diet soda has not corresponded with an increase in average weight no. across the population. But who knows? Interesting. Who knows? It corresponded. And correspondence is not correlation. And even if it was, correlation would not be causation. And even if it was, causation, causation would not be king. Causation would not be destiny. <laughs> <clears throat> destiny's child. <clears throat> causation is the cousin of destiny. It's destiny's cousin. Destiny's cousin. That'd be a pretty sweet band. Yeah. <laughs> um, how you been, Riff? We we were away from you for an entire month. Yeah. Uh, what'd, you, what'd you do with yourself? You didn't miss hardly anything. I played a lot of Minecraft. Okay. And you built a sweet uh, wizard's tower. Yeah, built a sweet wizard's tower. I've also almost got my uh, my sweet uh, creeper temple built. Is that the thing made out of sand? Uh, no, it's got some sandstone in it. But you guys, you guys the, are forgetting which podcast we're on, aren't you? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. No, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. But, you know. By curious. Now I'm forgetting yeah. which podcast we're on. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, you never left the house. All you did was uh, you, you were in the virtual world. No, wait, you uh, leave the house every Thursday. Yeah, day. I, I leave, leave the Thursday house every Thursday to go watch anime. And uh, okay. Is yeah. this like a thing that happens out in public? Yeah, it's <laughs> they, they do a... Uh, uh, they they show anime at Gotham City Comics on Thursdays. Okay, so Jenny and I always go is it well watch attended? That. Not really. It's, it is attended. Continue? It is attended enough for the guy who works there to continue doing it. Does he sell refreshments? Uh, they have like a little coffee. Yeah, Gotham coffee Gotham shop City inside. does coffee. Do they uh, do they charge admission? No. Okay, so that you just go there and you sit there and we go there and drink coffee and hang out and watch anime. Okay, and buy eat comic books. You get. They have deep-fried yes. comic books. <laughs> I mean, what else are they good for? Covered really? in chocolate. Yeah. Uh, we, did, we did go More to like the Arizona Science Center this past Saturday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did Those you are, learn about science? Uh, I feel like I pretty much knew all already that all the stuff that Did you walk had. around inside a human heart? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, there was a science center in St. Louis where you could go. They had a, 
inside model, a human heart. A model. I, I need I to go there. You do. Yeah, that's it was a model. List, it was it? a model of a human heart that was probably thirty feet tall. Wow. That you could, that you could move around between. Does that make them. you one of the? Are you like the scale of a blood cell? I that'd, don't know. Be, that'd be cool. No, I don't think so. Because I bet you can only get four or five dudes in one of the ventricles. Oh. I think a ventricle can hold more than four or five blood cells. Probably, unless they're like really engorged cells. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Isn't one well, I mean, because like an egg is like a single cell, right? Sure, like an ostrich chicken, egg. If your blood egg. is ostrich egg sized <laughs> oh, cells, yeah, that's then rough. Like, Whoa, this ow, ow, ow. Every time my heart beats, the shell cracks and cuts me more. That would suck. How, and then when how it finally, emo? And then when it finally how breaks, goth. your your veins are just flooded with cholesterol directly <laughs> from a. A chicken egg is not actually a single cell, right? That's It is. Uh, really? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it goes from that to being a chicken and like. Yeah, but as human zygote goes from being a single cell to being a human. Okay, uh, but human human cells are so much smaller. So is that really like... It really is a single cell. Yeah, it's so like the, the yolk the, is the nuclear The largest material? single cell in biology is whatever the largest egg is. Okay. Is uh, so, so then the nuclear material is the yolk? So then uh, if you want to get radioactive treatments, you just get a bunch of chicken eggs? Hmm. <coughs> Nuc- nuclear? Uh, yeah. I think hmm. you're confusing... Uh, you're confusing cells and atoms... No, um, which not, I mean, not even. At this all, is why really. your house doesn't explode every time you make scrambled eggs. <laughs> Hot stuff. <laughs> you, the, the, you're confused. Uh, wait, are you sure that my house yeah. doesn't explode? Because I've been in uh, a lot of houses and I've had a lot of exploded houses. When, when you went to that breakfast restaurant handful, that said they a had a Tex-Mex fusion yeah. for breakfast, <laughs> they weren't talking about nuclear fusion. <laughs> I'm assuming, given that it was in Texas, they would say nuclear instead of. Nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> also assuming that it was in Texas. Uh, we weren't in Texas. We were in San Francisco. That's How true. was that? That uh, was fucking great. Yeah? Uh, so great. Yeah. Every day there is better than every other day there is better than every other day everywhere else. <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty fun. So when does the company move to San Francisco? Fucking five years ago. <clears throat> yeah. May of 2008. <laughs> yeah. Sure. As soon as uh, Word Realms is released. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Soon, soon, as soon as I can unload all this real estate. Anybody want to pay me twice as much as any of some real estate is worth <laughs> in Phoenix? I got a bunch of it. I mean, it's a smoking deal. I'll give it to you bulk rate for only 190% of its of its actual current, value. Current value. Yeah. I think that would do it. I think everything is worth about half what I paid for it. Probably. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> uh well, should we just start answering questions? Sure. That's what we do on this Kingdom of Loathing podcast, huh? Yeah. We could also uh, respond to comments. Oh, okay. were there comments? Okay. Thought experiment time, says WVO Quine. What would the game be like if instead of 40 turns appearing all at once at rollover, they dripped in continuously like they do in Echo Bazaar oh, and similar shoot. games, say a turn every half hour? You could either keep it so stomach completely empties at rollover, or you could make it so characters slowly digest food at a rate of a fullness point every 90 minutes or so. What design decisions would need to be made? What design space would this open up? Would the game be much worse? Would the benefits pretty much even out the negatives, or is it just too hard to know? I would like it a lot less. Yeah, yeah. I would I would be really angry at, at us for making a game like that. Um I, in the, back in the day, there were two games that I played, um, and I forget who made these. I think they are still running, though. Uh, but one of them was called Utopia, and one of them was called Earth 2025. And they were both these sort of, like, empire management games. And they were the kind of games that were really all you could get as, a like, a multiplayer web game at the time, which is that space being as... Super, open as it was super crowded now. yeah it was one of the large this is factors in me making cursors to KOL yeah okay. like because this was this I first started playing there was another game called Archmage which was 
pretty cool also. It had a lot of content, but it wasn't very well put together. Uh, Earth 2025 and Utopia were very polished and very simple. Uh, but they were just sort of like uh, Baron Realms Elite or Solar Realms. I don't, I don't remember. What was um, the upshot of all this? How did that well, turn out? So Utopia work? was Tick, right? And you would send armies out and they would take a certain amount of time to get somewhere. Earth 2025 might have been like that when you were sending armies out, but it just gave you a fixed number of turns every day. And that was just so much more appealing to me. Like the simplicity of that, the knowing mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. the not, the like, I, I have played my turns. There is yeah. no reason for me to go back to this website until tomorrow. Certainly the tick based games, the ones that give you, that like give you additional action points every in minutes uh, are the ones that have gotten more popular appeal um, in the sense that, you know, Farmville and Castleville and all those things, which have millions and millions and millions of players, uh, those are probably more popularly appealing. Um, but I don't think that them of them as moral games. <laughs> I mean, it would be... I'm really not really really sure if, it, if that... If that mechanic contributes to their popularity, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but it, I mean, it does. It definitely keep makes people... you keep coming back. Like it's yeah. it's a steadier drip of it's. It is a schedule that is more aligned with a schedule that you would make if you were trying to make something deliberately addictive. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm not. Maybe they weren't. I mean, certainly in Utopia's case, or like Neptune's Pride, like they don't have any. That, like they get fucking nothing from you coming back fifty times a day, right? That's just the game that they designed. Yeah, but that one doesn't dole out action points in the same way. Yeah, no, but it, but it's it's a, it's, a, it's a similar kind of thing. Like it just operates on it operates at a pace. So I mean, and that's yeah. the thing. It wouldn't really change if we did it that way. If we doled out the turns over the course of the day, and then re you know reduced your stomach capacity and your drunkenness over the course of the day, it it would be we'd have to change the way that nightcaps work, or or, or not. I guess not necessarily. Well, I mean, yeah. right now your drunkenness gets cleared all at once. If you had to, if there was a real time penalty to like going from twenty six back down to zero. Oh yeah, would, then I guess over yeah over drink it would become a bad idea to nightcap. Unless you pass, well, unless you, unless you were going out of town for yeah, I mean forty eight hours or something. Yeah. yeah, right. Like that's the problem. I, I, like having everything on a daily timer, while it does effectively demand that you return to the game at least once a day, um, it. <clears throat> I think that's preferable to, especially if you're every fifteen minutes. If your or turn bucket only hour. holds a limited amount of juice, the way Echo Bazaar. Yeah. Does. So, uh, so if uh, that is the the thing that has been coupled with the the tick based games is that like your your turn bucket fills up in an hour or two hours, and so if we had a if we had a drip of things that filled up in twenty four hours, then maybe that'd be okay. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's the the drip plus the yeah, small bucket. Yeah, whereas you would run out of turns and just leave a tab open for five minutes to get another turn, I don't think that you would leave it open waiting an hour for another turn. Like I never right. felt like like Nexus War doled them out a little bit at a time. Did it? I don't remember. Yeah, but I it was it was on a slow enough pace. You got like fifty a day, and I think they came every half hour or so. And it was on a slow enough pace that it was like I just played once a day, and I probably could have gotten some advantage from playing twice a day, but I just didn't. Hmm. Um, I you know yeah. I I really really <coughs> like Echo Bazaar. Mm-hmm. I just love the, the writing. I was gonna say the flavor of it. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the yeah. game itself seems no, really theme. dumb. No, I like yeah. the game. I like the I like the way that it's. I like the way that it works. So it's zones, but you're and you maximize. It's not really stats. Zones. Everything is like a card. Everything is 
everything is the same as everything else. Like items mm-hmm. are the same as stats are the same as like it's it's really neat. I really like the way the thing oh. is put together. Like the way that it it'll give you attributes to your character and it's like a story that's happening to you. It's yeah. a thing that is going on. Like you'll you'll get an attribute that is you have a secret admirer and then like that unlocks a thing that can play out. Right. You know, and it's just it's I I find it really fun for the amount of time that I can play it, which is a tiny tiny bit. Yeah. So they you can now get a subscription to it for five bucks worth of these points a month that doubles the number of turns in your in your bucket, hmm. but it also doubles the cap. Right. Uh, which sucks. Like I just I wish that it did not. Huh. Um and also I think it fills them up twice as fast. It gives you two candles and I think they both regenerate. So it's still an hour. God. Yeah. I I would pay five bucks to remove the cap and then play it once a week. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. I would I would pay I would pay five bucks for a version of Echo Bazaar that gave me turns at one tenth the current rate. Hmm. One turn an hour and capped it three <clears throat> or four days so that I could just play it every few days. So yeah. we have a strange we have a strange system, right? Because we have uh, a bucket that is two hundred turns deep. If you do nothing, you get forty turns a day, which is like a f- like five days worth of of turns. But anybody that's trying to play more optimally, they come into the game and they can get you know an extra two or three hundred turns without too too much effort with all of the resources available to them. Um, what like what are our goals in having it that way? Right, like. Well, I mean, I don't think we had goals in having. It oh that no, way I mean, it, no, we didn't I, have I realize, it that way. Right? Like, but but we haven't changed it fundamentally, and so, so like, what what are we going? If we were to if we were to design it from the ground up, like, we've talked about making like Word Realms sort of a a turn based game where you get a certain allotment per day or whatever. Well, so I mean, I think what I would do is I would build limits in, and in the initial release, get halfway to those limits. Right, so that you'd over have, you'd have long term. Yeah, I would have a, I would have a long term absolute cap on the number of turns you could get per day. Like designing KOL, I would have an absolute cap on the number of like okay. just say like we will never make a food that gives you more than six turns per fullness or whatever. Right. And then when the game launches, there are a bunch of food that gives one turn per fullness. There's a bunch of food that gives one and a half turns per fullness, right. and a bunch of food that gives okay. two. But and so, then very, but we also have to limit fullness. Like, there's all these other things that you have to limit. Yeah. In order for that to to be meaningful, right? So, we'll we'll you know we'll never have more than twenty fullness. We'll never have. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's, yeah. There's a bunch of different things. Sure. You know, yeah, and th- those fundamental things all. Yeah, I mean, you know, when KOL launched, oh yeah, you could just eat as much as you wanted, right? Like, and and then oh, I was really? like, yeah, and and then and also pastamancers started with food, and so the, oh, right, the right, optimal right. strategy was to just make as many pastamancers as you could, send the food <laughs> to your main, and get infinite turns. Like, okay, so like one guy did that, shot to the top of the leaderboards, and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> a pastamancers no longer start with food. B you can no longer eat an infinite amount. C don't yeah. be an asshole. No, I mean it was you know. That wasn't an asshole move. It was just like a... Well, I mean, it isn't. I mean, it's explicitly sure. stated. But, I mean, there now. were no policies then, sure. though, right? Like, sure. I, it wasn't until I realized that people actually were going to care about this thing enough to mess with it that messing with it became a thing that they would do. Um, okay, so you would so you would put absolute caps in 
in sort of the design thing, build it to halfway, but then like, what would the system be? Would it, would you, would you do a daily thing? Would still, would you? I think I probably still would. Yeah. Would you think about situations where <clears throat> like how big would the bucket be? And I mean, I think we prop, I realistically, I think we should probably raise the 200 adventure rollover cap. Right. Because we don't tell anyone about it anywhere. It's I don't in the documentation. It might, it might be in the documentation, but that's effectively the same as not telling anyone about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if somebody eats and drinks up to 300 turns and then it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, the next they day they come leave, back and... Or their internet goes out or whatever. Yeah. The next day they come back and we've just taken a bunch of their turns right. away, right? Which sucks. It does suck. I mean, what? so what would it do? It happens once, though, and it's, you know, yeah, and then you've learned. It happens once, but it still doesn't make any sense. Even though you see it coming the next time, it still doesn't really make any sense. So is there anything wrong with someone making an account, walking away, and coming back two weeks later with 500 turns instead of 200 turns? Uh, no, not necessarily. So, I mean, it is overwhelming. It's it's more turns than you would want to spend, right? Like, so here's there's all kinds of like psychology at play, right? Like, because some people will say, "Oh, wow, I have all these turns," and then they'll they'll play, and then they'll kind of be like, "Okay, I'm kind of done, but I still have 300 turns left." And that 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 will make them. They will feel like they have to keep doing it. They will do yeah. that even though it is not fun. And then they will decide that the game isn't fun. Yeah. So there's I mean there's the notion of leaving leaving people wanting more, right? Which I think is. I think yeah. is a good thing, right? Like, because yeah. then you, but is two hundred not overwhelming? I mean, for somebody who doesn't know any better, for somebody who makes an account hasn't really played, and all they're doing is dicking around in the pantry, right? Is two hundred turns too many? Is it appreciably more than five? I mean, is it it's is it better than five hundred? Two and a half times. I, I, sure. Better. What if? Sure, but I mean, it, it's just. What if we stored the number of turns that were deleted due to the cap and gave them? as many as possible back to you on the next rollover. So oh, if, to, so that we'd like... Yeah, so if the cap caused you to waste 100 turns, we would store those, and on the next uh, rollover, you got 140. I don't think that that happens often enough for it to be a thing. It's just like... like it's just... It, it, yeah, th that cap makes sense in a game where you get 40 turns a day and that's it, which mm -hmm. is what KOL was when that cap was a thing. Right. Right? And... <laughs> but I mean, playing forty turns a day is is definitely like okay. Well, I want some more, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think two hundred is probably about the limit of, especially you know, if the game, if the servers are peppy, you can click on two hundred things and feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're mostly like one hitting stuff, I, you know, and... it would be a lot different. I think if there were zones that took five adventures at a time. Yeah, well, I mean, which I think, like the, I mean, I think that I, I, I just, I really want to put that thing in the bartender i just want that button in the bartender that mm -hmm. you click and you spend five turns and it gives you 50 meat times your meat bonus um, times five 50 meat a turn yeah i mean times your people meat do that for stats already in the clan gems and stuff. i don't think they do anymore because we we replaced those with things that were better in those slots i don't know if a lot of people spend time in the gym we, we talked about putting a gym in town mm -hmm. that was that you know which i still think we probably should it's just like you can spend. This is a place where you can spend five turns and get a bunch of, get a bunch of stats. stats. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be for that too, because that that would definitely, if people knew about it, like if casual people knew about it and they were like, ah, oh, God, I have 150 turns that I need to spend before rollover or whatever, they could just do that, and it wouldn't. They wouldn't feel bad about number it. Number entry field. How many turns do you want to spend here? Yeah, exactly. So. 
Yeah, that was the thing that always held me up on doing that, right? Like, I, I, I'm happier with a button that just says five than a button that says five and then a quantity next to it, mm. you know? Because, I mean, you can hit, you can burn through a ton of turns five at a time without having to load the fight script, like, really fast, right? Not, so, I, but I don't know. And then I would want to write some content for it, and that means the window would be a different size every time, so you wouldn't <sighs> be able to just, like, click on it. So, you're probably right. Mm. I mean, or we could make it so you click it, and then it's like, do this again, X times. Yeah. There's a link that says do this again X times and you can type it in sure. there or whatever. I just don't want you when you talk to the bartender for you to see a thing where you put a number. I don't know why that bothers me. Yeah, that's weird, man. Because it's everywhere. It's everywhere in the game. Yep. There's a lot of stuff in the game that would really bother me if I really paid attention to it now. <laughs> so, I mean, like, the way do you that, never like, want to type a number into a field? The way that NPC stores work is so... That's so fucked up. Like, that is so not the way that you would do... <laughs> that anywhere right like selecting a radio button and then hitting a button with a quantity field next to it that i don't even know if it's labeled <laughs> right like i so i mean i think i think what you what you do is you like take a take a leaf from every book which is like click to buy this mm. and then shift click to buy it in quantity like you shift click and it pops up a thing that you couldn't see before that asks you a quantity, huh. right? I mean, I, like, and the thing is, that would be in my mind objectively better, right? That would just be an objectively Shift better is a interface. Pretty advanced concept for a total novice, right? Uh, yeah, but a total novice doesn't care. A total novice can just click it three times. What if they want fifty of them? They don't. A total novice doesn't need or want fifty of anything from an NPC store, okay. right? Th these features are added by people who figure out some weird ass thing that they want to do. And then they, you know, then it makes the interface look ugly and confusing for everybody. The problem is this would be an objectively better interface in my mind to look at. It would be like, like the buying skills interface is just objectively better now. It shows you stuff. It's just got a thing that you click. You don't have to like select something out of a drop down and then right. hit a button, right? It's sure, just, sure. it's just better. And we could apply that same kind of treatment to everything in the game where the, everything where there's a fucking drop down of every item but people have gotten so used to using it the way that they're using it that it's like it would be more upsetting to people it would be more upsetting to older players than it would be beneficial to newer players you know, this might not have been true if I had done it four years ago but yeah, you know, I just yeah I don't know I do not know I am about to sneeze you guys should talk about something while I I need to look at a bright light, right? <laughs> <laughs> the lights in here are not bright enough for that to be Shit. useful. I'm going to turn sun. on this lamp. No, turn on the sun. Okay. By opening chunk, the window. Chunk. No. Oh, no. In. Yeah, I can go get my LED flashlight for the you. The lamp wasn't plugged in. Oh, yeah. I could. Here. Let me. Is, that a, is this a real? Like, this is a real thing that works, right? If you, if you kind know. of have to sneeze, staring at a bright light will make the sneeze happen. I've, yeah. I've heard that. It's never worked for me. Huh. I also don't know if... It's just brightness of light, or you're showing him the back. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, the flash. I don't okay. think it's working. What? Are you still sneezing? You haven't sneezed yet. Get it closer uh, to your eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Closer I to could, your eyes. I, I could grind some pepper into your face. Luminosity falls off as distance squared. Oh, man. Yeah, now I can't see anything, but I still haven't <laughs> sneezed. Yeah, so that, is, that is definitely fucking bright enough. If that isn't bright yeah. enough, you're I feel like it, it, might, be, it might be ultraviolet. 
What? Shit, I can't. You guys have to read these questions now because I can't. I <laughs> not, literally cannot see anything in the center of my vision. So what we is didn't this? really resolve any of this stuff, though. We, no, didn't, we, we didn't decide buckets, no, we, we sizes, talk, and stuff like that. We just talked about a lot of stuff. I mean, we're not we're not here to resolve anything. No, but I'm. I, I really am curious. Like, I, would would we do a situation? Would we have a situation where you could get five days worth of of turns? Like, you know, let's say in Word Realms. I think people whatever. would appreciate the ability to set up a diet to eat if they're not there. Yeah. And for that not to just be waste, for all those turns not to just be wasted. <clears throat> it depends on what you mean by appreciate, though. But then I, we would like, need... It would also be incredibly overwhelming to come back to 15,000 turns. You know, you'd... There you'd, would have to be some sane cap. And this is the thing that you opt into, right? Sure. Like, I mean... <clears throat> but we also so then we what on if the we flip let side opt in I mean, well but then on the flip side we do not want people to have fifteen thousand turns on days with special events that's true oh, yeah right yeah. So, that is that is definitely true I mean it used to be that we didn't want people saving up and then shooting to the top of a new leaderboard right. that's why but that doesn't really make sense now um I mean I think people who are we would have to design events differently you know that's the <sighs> yeah. Yeah, people that are because then there's this weird advantage to not playing the game, which becomes a strange thing, you know. Yeah. Or you have a multi that you just never touch, and he just sits there accumulating turns, and then you have two hundred. But I mean, turns I don't think anyone, I don't think any of us there. would vote for a fifteen thousand turn cap. Uh, well, sure, but like the number just gets bigger, and like when is the same point to cut it off? Because like, why is five hundred better than two hundred? Right? Like it, it isn't really. Because like, I, I think that the Walking away from the, if you finish all your turns and you walk away from the game, five days later you come back and you're like, oh, 200 turns because I get 40 a day. Like that makes sense to me. And like, I like, I like that. Right. I don't know. It wouldn't make sense if you came back 10 days later and had 400 turns. I mean, that's the. No, because, because 200, I think is a good number for KOL. The way that the game is played, I think 200 is a good number. 1100. Yeah. 200 is a good number that you could like actually sort of do in a day and not feel like it was I think that's like about an hour of play right an hour of quick clicking on stuff like if you're not really thinking about like what you're doing or planning stuff out I think you can play for about an hour which is good I think that's about the right amount of time you know sure. so if you're super casual you can come back every week play 200 turns maybe eat some cottage cheese yeah and and then you'll be you'll be good like and that's that's I kind of like the system as it is um, yeah, I mean, because I of like the accidental, people so, people so the rarely get numbers. screwed by that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, something that we could also do that would do the same thing, I think, is that we could just not give you your rollover turns if you had more than 200 turns, right? I think somebody, somebody who accidentally logs off with 313 turns would rather log on the next day to 313 turns okay. than 200 turns. Right. Do we also, do we also not clear your fullness or drunkenness? Because then you can just again accumulate turns arbitrarily. Oh yeah. Oh, like, like <clears throat> yeah. Okay, you're right. I mean, like the, every 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 solution that we have, I think, presents a different problem, which kind of sucks. Because there's we're, we're trying to optimize for a bunch of different things all at the same time. Yeah, because you wouldn't be. Yeah, you wouldn't have to play any turns. You could just keep eating. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that does suck. That does suck. So I mean the special event. I mean the special events. Like I don't really want to design special events so that you can only spend fifty turns on them either. Yeah. You know, or even two hundred turns. Right. I mean, I like. I think I tend to design them so that spending more than two hundred turns on them is kind of boring. <laughs> um, 
you know, because a special event, I'm not going to spend a month right. building it. I'm going to spend a couple I, days building it, and that's not there is a 200 nice things in a row worth niche of fun. for people that do want to spend a thousand turns in the pickle factory to be able to buy a bunch of expensive consumables on like that pickles. day. Yeah, like pickles. Oh, the irony. Um, <laughs> to then get a bunch of turns so that they can then do a bunch of valuable stuff, right? Like that's I I like that sort of yeah behavior somebody sent in a, a radio question or is really comment um about the fullness and that stomach stapling idea that generated that you probably didn't read this i didn't you probably did not engage no i've been i've been avoiding a lot of the the bigger threads because i just like they're just they're always so vituperative mean. that one was this one was fine i mean it was a bunch of people saying this is a terrible idea and and then what people needed to remember was that this was just a thing that I said on the radio. This was oh, not oh, like that. a plan. I, I read the I first page. It was two. an idea. Yeah, and yeah. how would people react to this? And very negatively. And like, that's, you know, I like, yeah, I think people in general need not flip their shit quite as much as they did. But they pointed out that in Boris, it was really interesting having the challenge of way too much stomach to fill. Like yeah. the availability of food, like, Reduced availability of food is a fun and interesting problem, and that that's the one. I don't know what this really means it, <laughs> relative to to this thing, but I think that reducing stomach capacity would make everybody's diet the same. You know, because so you would still be so. So I think vastly increased stomach capacity, vastly decreased food supply. I mean, that's the, that's an interesting alternative, right? Like, so what if we? Increased everybody's stomach capacity by five, yeah, and then made it harder to get all of the good food, right? We which with it, it does. I don't. I don't think that's a thing that you can do in KOL. You don't really. think? No. I mean, reduce not in softcore. Reduce noodles. To, well, you can pull. I mean, in softcore, you can save up for one run and get awesome food, but like make it so you get one bunch of noodles per summon, <coughs> and then two if you have the best skill. Right, like all of that stuff that used to be that used to be the top end stuff because it was hard to get because it required class cooperation. Rebalance that for the current world, you know. D- d- but the best foods, the best foods are not the crafted foods. No, but but they are trivially available, awesome level foods. Right, sure. they're not epic level foods. But they, I mean, this other person pointed out in the thread on the Monday show, like for forty meat, you can get six fullness worth with with a mushroom plot. 40 meat and some perm skills, you can fill yourself almost all the way up with awesome food, right? And that's fucked up. We should not have let that happen. Well, we want everything to be awesome. We do. You we should do. be, I mean, 40 meat is a little too low, but you should, you should be, uh, you should be eating awesome food because that's awesome. And I mean, it also, it has the opportunity cost of not selling the noodles or what, you know, like there's, there, there is, there is more to it than that, right? And you have to do some work to get that set up, and you have to know how the mushroom plot works. But but it's just it's, things like that are where this thing went off the rails, right? It's like, and I mean, I know like the fucking the number of people like if you look at the where are people adventuring report, like the number of people on the moons because of how easy it is to get really really good quality stuff from the uh, what is it the isotope store yeah or whatever. Like we just fucked up. We made that too good. We made it too cheap. I mean, my, my inclination is always to, to price things probably 10 times higher than you will let me. <laughs> yeah. And I think in the short term, you're right. And I think in the long term, I'm right. And yeah, there's just, and so there's no, there's no there's good no way, good to, way do to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, grr. <laughs> well, we could have the prices increase 
uh, on this linear scale over time. So they go from the happy short-term price to the I mean, happy long-term like, price. I just, I wish that something, like I wish that something could be the best thing for a while and then we could just sort of make it go away. And it's like, uh, now, now here's the new hotness. This is like a new experiment in like, this is our methodology for how you get the best food or whatever. Right. And I mean, it's like supplies build up and, so I mean, like in in World of Warcraft, they don't have consumables, but they have gear, and so there's like there's the highest end gear for a while, but then they just raise the bar. Right, and we can't we can't just price stuff out by making all the numbers bigger, which they they can do. Right, I mean they just decide, oh, this new expansion comes out, so the level eighty six gear is twice as good as the best level eighty five gear. Right, right, and all the monsters require it. Right, for yeah. you to even have a chance against them. Right, and, and that's and that's fine, but that's not an option that we have. Right, because of the cyclical nature of this game, we can't we can't phase stuff out by just making it so everybody well, and levels it's, past we're, it. We have a, a weirder problem, which is that <clears throat> the amount of it's like the ability to play is limited by turns, and and that's a sort of a fundamentally different thing than just like making your stats bigger. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a lot of food, mileage out of this one question. Food could decay. <laughs> food could. Ah, yeah, see, that's terrible. That's taxes. One one lesson that I read that I've never been willing to try to to buck is that taxes okay, are just not fun. But you don't frame it as that. You you frame it as fresh food is awesome. <laughs> and well, sure, but I mean, not fresh food is not as good. But we didn't do that. I, I know, but um, you know, these are things. I'm just thinking. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to drive some left lessons from like what what we have learned and think think a little bit forward, and then like how would we actually apply this? Yeah. Um. What else could you do? Uh, I mean, there was the variety, the variety thing is good. I think, you know, we could, you could make that more serious, right? If you, yeah, it's just, that gets fiddly and not fun, you know, Uh, it gets fiddly and not fun in a context where there are hundreds of foods probably. Right. And, and also it becomes a thing where it's like, well, how good can we make variety such that eating the right for medium quality items gives you as many turns as eating for good quality items, right? Like it's, there doesn't seem like a good way to even build that system. I mean, I can imagine one, right? So let's say <clears throat> that on everybody, every player's uh, character sheet or whatever, there's the list of all possible foods, right? And if you have zeros in all of them, they give you the fullness that's that's appropriate for that food. Um, as soon as you have you've eaten one of something, as long as there's, anything else that is like one lower than that it will give you one less return right so you eat potato chips it gives you 10 you eat a second bag of potato chips it gives you nine you eat a third bag it gives you eight right and it will continue to give you eight as long as there's anything in the food table that that there's less than two that's less than two okay right and so then <clears throat> you you eat one of everything else and suddenly it's back up to nine <laughs> right so that's, I mean, that's a way of doing it. It's not, yeah, very, it's I mean, not but then that's way. fucked up. That's also fucked up because then it's like you have to prep for a run where you're getting the most turns from the most readily available things in a run. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. we just I mean, wouldn't be able to. I, I realize that that's a bad yeah. I'm just saying that, We're that, always is a, really that is a possible resistant system. to providing the player with a list of everything. Oh, and that, to, sure. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of, a bunch of bad, uh, aspects of that but that would be a way to to make things i mean i've sometimes wondered about this whole like defining things as like breakfast lunch dinner right. and snack thing and that just, just gives you more buckets to put stuff in well but it, and it's also just like a thing where it's like if you eat if you keep eating nothing but dinner 
it'll just say you really are in the mood for some breakfast. This wasn't as satisfying as it should have been. Right. So like using that idea, but just having a breakfast bucket, a lunch bucket, a dinner <laughs> bucket and a snack bucket. KFC. Right. Yeah, I was going to say it's all KFC. And, you know, alternatively making pizza is either dinner or breakfast, depending on whether it's hot or cold. <laughs> sure. But making making that also be an indicator of how how much fullness it takes. Right. So like if all breakfasts were two all lunches were three, mm-hmm. all dinners were five, and all snacks were one, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you start out, your typical thing is you can eat one breakfast, one lunch, one dinner, and five snacks, say. And then you just get fatigued on those things. So if you eat 10 snacks, yeah, the snacks start giving you fewer turns. Or it just doesn't let you eat them, right? I mean... Right. You can only eat a, a second of breakfast. <laughs> And yeah. then you're done. Sure. Or what? I mean, I you know who who knows, right? <clears throat> like it's I, I definitely like the idea of dividing things. Like for for word realms, if we do turns for food in the word realms MMO, yeah. I would like to do something like that where you can only eat one breakfast a day, and so that way we just have we have ways to like all right. So this quest now gives you a level four breakfast, and right. So this is where you get a level four breakfast. But then like we've still got the ability to give a level four dinner later without it like making one good food does not diminish our ability for something to be an improvement at the same quality. Well, I mean, we could also do something, we could also address something that we had talked about earlier, which is just provide a scarcity of meals, right? Like even if we don't divide them into different, you know, breakfast, lunches, dinners, whatever, if, if you can, if you cannot reliably in a full day, get enough of a full day's worth of, of meals, yeah. then maybe that's what we should be shooting for instead and and just work towards the systems that that actually enforce a scarcity so that everybody is always sort of looking out for stuff like don't <laughs> yeah, don't have play, just... don't have a player economy where there are tens of billions of meals available <clears throat> yeah so it's that's not that's yeah not the i mean issue. and that's the, that's the like so so much of the early stuff it's like this was food and also something else right you know and so it's just going to drop as one of five non-combats in a zone so if you go and spend 500 turns there you're just going to get a hundred of them right and then you have a hundred of them right right and I so mean, i think we would i think i would recommend avoiding that situation entirely um for the important things like for like you know turn gen stuff you you just enforce a scarcity there and we just we just keep that mantra. But going. I mean, do you enforce the scarcity via rare drops? Do you enforce the scarcity via via things that are limited per day? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's only from quest. You only get that from like set quest content or milestones or something like that. And then uh, maybe there's some way to craft it, but you can only make one a day or something. Yeah. And maybe you know, the tradeability becomes a question. You know, what what can enter the player economy? What can't? Yeah. I mean, and should you know, should you be able to, if you have a bunch of money, buy? A full, a full stomach every day. Like, yeah, probably. probably. You know. Yeah. But not if you're playing really seriously competitively. Not if you're playing for speed, say. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a good way to do it, right? I mean, it makes you, appreci- <clears throat> it makes you appreciate... The games where that's a thing. Any food, right? Like, it makes you yeah. appreciate, like, oh, right, I forgot. I can go back here because I discovered in the forest this mushroom patch where I can go and pick a single mushroom once a day so I can eat something else. Right. right? I can go back there and I can get three more turns. Right from getting this mushroom and then cooking it with this water <laughs> that I also know that I can get over here right. or whatever. You know, wet, wet mushroom, <laughs> the, the popular lunch. <laughs> uh, 
Eritrites, uh, no question, so feel free to pass this up, but I wanted to tell you guys two things. One, my housemate says that everyone can be boiled down to a pull string doll with five phrases, and he says one of my phrases is, so, in Kingdom of Loathing, my best friend also told me today, everything you go through in life, you seem to be able to relate to something in KOL. Two, I introduced someone to this game just yesterday. He says, and I quote, dude, this game is ridiculous. And also, this dot 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 is dot 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 crack. I'm happy to give you shit because you take it. I'm happy to take shit because you give enough you give enough of a shit to give me shit. Keep up the good work, seriously. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, that was that was nice. Um, child says, Chick, I remember you talking to Roy on Advice Hot Dog about planning to make a geocache hidden in a river rock. Are you partial to a bit of caching? What's the Phoenix slash Mesa cache scene like? Uh, I've I've probably done half a dozen geocaches huh. in Mesa. I would have said twenty, but I really. Maybe- I, I mean, that's just from my... Maybe 10. Maybe I've done 10, but not 20. I don't okay. Think. I don't know. Um, no, that's fine. There's one, the nearest one to the office I just can't find, and I don't know if it got lost or if I just... Maybe it's inside the office. Here's the, <laughs> thing, that, here's the thing that I suddenly don't like about geocaching. Mm-hmm. The, the aspect of muggles, right? The, <laughs> the, 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 the understanding that you're not supposed to allow people... I just ignore that, honestly. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't... So the reason that they do it is so that people don't come and fuck it up. Right. Right. People who don't know what it is. But then sure. it just makes it so you're acting sketchy all the time. Yeah. And that's that is fucked up. I like mean, the I, guy that got arrested at Disney. The guy. That, oh, so apparently somebody recently I heard about this on some podcast. Disneyland got shut down for hours because somebody was trying to plant a, oh. a geocache in a fountain in Disneyland that a geocache that was hidden in a metal pipe with caps on both ends. Oh, shit. Oh, come on. Yeah. That guy's dumb. Yeah, maybe it wasn't really. It just looked like a, they said it looked like a pipe bomb. I'm embellishing. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, I, you know, that, wow. that's, that's the thing, right? Like, a guy geocaching looks like a guy hiding a bomb, and we live in a country that is a little touchy about shit like that right now. And uh, in, in A guy in, hiding one or a guy looking for one? Yeah, I don't know. Right, because I have to imagine that all of the police know what geocaching is, and if they said, "What are you doing?" you'll say, true. "I'm looking for a geocache," and they'll say, "Okay." I wonder if that's true. That 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 might not be the case. You're, you're it sounds like information that would propagate around the police. Department no, because I'm sure quick. that they get calls. There's somebody. There's somebody furtively poking around a vacant lot across the street from my house. I don't know. Maybe I'm overestimating the number of people that just I, call the police when they see dudes. I also, I mean, the, the number of people who geocache is pretty small. No, I don't think that's true. I think it's pretty small. No, I think it is in the. I think it is in the millions. Uh, okay. I like you. Fi- like caches get visited almost every day in this town. Okay, and there are millions of people in this town, but that that means that I feel like most fraction. of the major popular news outlets have done stories on it at some point okay i just i think it is in the tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands i don't think it's in the millions of people i mean there are tens of thousands of caches in phoenix that might not be true i don't know if that's and true. even if even if there aren't millions of people that actively cache that i'm sure the number of people who are familiar with the phenomenon is many times greater than maybe that. maybe yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, these are all just total. Yeah, I mean, so I, like, I really, I really enjoy watch. it. I don't enjoy it when, like, what I don't enjoy. I hate in a video game when you're presented with a puzzle and you don't know whether you can solve the puzzle or not. I kind of don't like going looking for a geocache without knowing whether or not it is definitely there. Yep. Right. So spending a whole bunch of time poking around for yep. something that's been stolen. Yeah. I will only do. I will only do geocaches that are highly rated, and. 
that have been revisited re- recently. You know, like there's there's a bunch of qual- I'm not going to do like a, a one that, that hasn't been seen in a couple months and it wasn't really highly rated to begin with. Because like, mm-hmm. what is the point in looking for something that is not cool and probably not there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So that's that's the You're problem. Right. You know what's neat about it though? Like we discovered this pretty cool little farmers market that is an real easy bike ride from inside one of the geocaches inside one of the geocaches wow that's amazing but it was just like we were headed up to a geocache on our bikes and it's like whoa i did not know that there was a little like a vegetable stand here and it's like a vegetable stand from some hippie commune that grows organic vegetables and sells them extremely cheaply huh and they were all because they don't understand how money works they also trade them for beads yeah yeah, why not (laughs) for bees yeah well they need something to pollinate their crops oh okay uh, boring dick stabber request. Could stuff like Wang, the warm water effect, etc., not be counted as chat effects for old scratches debuff? Uh, some dick clown just ruined Darth's one-day softcore attempt by spamming him with effects, and I don't want to have to join a gang fight against the casual crowd to resolve this. Huh. Chat effect. Not be counted as effects for old scratches debuff. So, if you have more than five effects, uh, old scratch will remove all of your effects? Yeah, you're allowed to keep up to five. So if you have five effects that you want to have to like be able to beat him, uh, you put them on, and then somebody who is trying to grief you uh, just hits you with wanged or mm-hmm. something something that you can't actually get when you're in Ronin. Right. Um, that what with the the urine effect was the other one I think. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, you know. I, I, we could we could categorize those as negative effects and have only positive effects get wiped, right? And only positive effects count against it. Sure. Because I mean, wanged is a negative effect, right? I mean, most of those things are negative. Is it? I, I guess mean, it depends, feet on, of, depends on your perspective. Feet of raspberry isn't negative, right? Like you wouldn't describe that as a negative effect. Yeah. Fuck. That's fucked up. Why was he fighting old scratch and run anyway? Is he is he trying to prove a point? Is doing a, trying to do a one day a one day by beating Hobopolis bosses. I mean, somebody did a one-day hardcore no-path. Hardcore no-path? Yeah. One-day hardcore no-path. Did you not see that? No. Yeah. One-day hardcore no-path. How did they do that? It was, I think it required, like, it was several instances of, of uh, dungeon bosses, and they happened to get the Pickle Factory. Like, it happened to be on April 1st that they were doing it. Hmm. Um, but that was just luck. I think they probably, the, the, the idea was that they would be able to do the hardcore no-path. Um, it's not on the leaderboard. Huh. That was it was in the forums. Or maybe oh, I see. Maybe that was the April Fool's joke and I fell for it. That's pretty funny. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> wow, I fell for the April Fool's joke. That's cool. That's 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 a good one that the players perpetrated on us. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wish I had been more incredulous now. <clears throat> it didn't seem likely. <laughs> I, I you know, I was like, well, I guess, you know, given enough given enough prep, you get enough turn gen. I don't know. That's what I get for not actually looking into something. Cool. Um, yeah, man, we are not making it through these questions. Uh, also, tell us about the Fernsworth these quests. It said brief mentions through the time I've been listening to the radio, and I understand at least the writing is done. Care to inspire an appetite to wet? C.D. Moyer has just lost. He's lost faith in this one puzzle. Yeah, he doesn't think I. I, I need mean, to. He, I think what he wants is for me to look at it. Yeah, and, 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 and for you to decide if you think it is fun. It, yeah. In. in Admittedly, it is not so much a puzzle as a test of your ability to follow written directions. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> when you describe it that but way, I really want to do it. Yeah, right? So what I'm but, wondering... But it's following written, is, written directions for a toy that I think is interesting to Is it with. a thing where... Like, the problem that he's having coding it is that it, it is immensely complicated and randomized per player, mm-hmm. right? Which, randomizing things per player makes them very difficult to... It just makes it very difficult to wrap your head around writing code yeah. for for these things. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know. That's, that's Riff, a, Riff loves the players. I, I, I really love alchemy, and I, I love <laughs> alchemy puzzles. I, if necessary, I can rewrite it, and but I would prefer to not have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> because I think, there's a lot of writing in it that's already done. Sure. I mean, this is a case where I could just say... C.D. Moyer, just finish it, you know. I but mean, it's like he it. keeps yeah. – it, it has put him in this mode where he's got all this really productive procrastination going on, <laughs> right? Like he keeps getting excited about things because he doesn't want to work on <laughs> the alchemy puzzle. Yes. And getting – about like, I mean, that's why we have tab chat is because he probably sat there and was like, fuck, I should do this alchemy. Wait. Yeah, he's gotten excited about this other project, oh. the pet project of his. That's that, that's like gonna the, make some people happy. I used he got to me have, pretty excited about it today. Too. I used to have a can of deviled ham in the cabinet, uh, on the basis that no matter how far out of money I ran and how little food I had, I would never starve because I would always be willing to find something else to eat other than that can of tin ham. Uh, oh, did that get thrown away? I think I threw it away eventually in one of my moves. Yeah. Oh, this was before. Yeah, this is okay. I was worried that I was worried that uh, that our our new cleaning lady had thrown out a a priceless heirloom (laughs) of yours. But uh, you know, holy crap! This ham expired in the seventies. I can definitely see where he's coming from because it would suck to it would suck for him to spend all this time coding it so that the dev team can finally see it and we discover that in fact it is not fun and all that time has been wasted. Yeah. Because it's not like this code is adaptable to any other purpose anywhere ever, right? Right. Uh, they. It was weird. It was weird. So Chris Remo made a comment about... We had told him about a couple different things that we were working on. And he made a oh, comment yeah. about how weird it was that everything that we did was bespoke. What does that mean? I don't know exactly. <laughs> right? It. It was... So, I mean, the word bespoke means, like, custom-tailored, right? Right. And I don't know if what he meant was that, like, every bit of content is a new system. We described to him the staff of... Yeah, the staff, Humphons. right. And, 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 like... And he was just amazed that we were doing that. Yeah, that, like, if that, 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 that was so much work for a single minor content addition, yeah. maybe, but it wasn't. I mean, uh, it was, I mean, it was definitely several hours of work on... On our part. I mean, it's a, so that's a bunch of so it's a bunch of work for one weapon, but like, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's just like coming from a standpoint of having worked on other games where it's like, you, you know what I mean? Like they just you're gonna fight the same enemy a uh, hundred times because it's really expensive to develop an enemy, and we just right. make a new. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't know. I remember telling Chris Floyd, yeah, it's like takes it's gotten to the point where it takes us like a day to add a new monster, and he just <laughs> laughed. Yeah. It's like, seriously. (laughs) I was like, yeah, but I mean, it used to take 10 minutes, right? Like, this was... Feature creep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know. Yeah, we got a lot of specialized code written for stuff. We've got some tools. We've got a lot of knowledge that we could apply to other things. Uh, Takani says, when can we expect a new piece of clan VIP furniture? 
uh, nah, I don't know. Soon next couple, couple months, couple three months. Yeah. Uh, also, would there be any chance to allow Boros to open up certain areas that he doesn't have access to after he defeats Sneaky Pete or whatever, or maybe reaches a certain level? I'd really like to see Fernsworthy's basement open when I try to get the level thirty trophy. No, uh, because we don't want to incur. We're not sure what we're gonna have to do in the future to actively discourage people from just staying in Boros and Aftercore, and we certainly don't want to make it more convenient. So, you know, not having access to moon signs is one thing, right? Or do you? I no, do. you do. You totally do. What the fuck am I thinking? God, I don't why know. don't I know anything about this video game? <laughs> uh, on that note, would there be any way to make Hobopolis more accessible to Age of Boros? Nope. No. Uh, the main problem being their inability to hold a binder. That was actually like a that was a godsend in just not having to worry about that. Yeah. Um, oh, then weird. Wax says, any possibility of raising the rollover adventure cap? Strikes me as a holdover from many, many years ago when high-quality food and drink weren't there. Uh, sometimes I don't have time to play for very long, so I'd like to be able to eat and drink and come back the next day. Yeah. Uh, also, Boris Helm questions again. Could you add some sort of minor flavor feature to it, e.g., whenever you don't get the jump, you shout at your opponent and their first attack does half damage? Yeah, I mean, of all of the complaints about that hat, the ones that, that sting the most, because I think they might be legit, are that there's just not a lot of flavor to it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there are definitely a bunch of items in the game that don't have a lot of flavor. Sure. And they just haven't been recent, you know. Uh, Raven says, not a question, just a comment. Thanks so much for having C.D. Moyer on recently. It was very interesting to hear his technical perspective on the inner workings of KOL. Yeah, I like it when he's in town. M. Steeler. Any thoughts or updates towards KOLCon 8.5 or whatever it would be called? Uh, the minor get-together that was spoken of to happen sometime this spring, I think. We kept every year... In an effort to not do the LARP at KOLCon, I suggest having a half... A half-year con. A half-year con. Maybe this was your idea, actually. I don't know. Um, I suggest just running the LARP at a different time. Yeah. So that I, I... Like, I am just not doing a LARP at con this year. Like, I don't... I, I, we told people there would be no Yeah, con, my no vote is there is no LARP. Yeah, no, people, people are already... People know that there is no LARP at yeah. con. Okay. Man, that's fucking great. It is great. a ton of extra work. Yeah. It's super and, stressful and, right at a time when we're already doing a bunch of stuff that's super stressful. So, and, and it also just means that all of us have to get up at six in the morning the day after we've had to stay up until two in the morning. I mean, we don't have to get up at six in the morning, but we, it basically means that we can't drink during <laughs> None of these the things giant are, are party true that you're no, saying. Dude, we, can't, we can't get so drunk that we are just a wreck the next day well sure that is that is all that it matters like you know it's basically getting up at nine but we can't drink so much that we want to sleep until 9 p.m right 9 (laughs) p.m 9 a.m it it we do sleep until nine i mean so it really 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 sucks and you keep contradicting every individual thing that i say about how it sucks but you know it fucking sucks like you know that it fucking sucks it is not the most pleasant thing in the morning it is not the most pleasant thing but we're also that is a weekend in which we are working right like that's the thing like i just view it as like okay here's this like sort of long weekend where i'm gonna be working 20 hours a day just you know suck it up right but that sucks we don't we just we don't get to we do it once a year we get to enjoy the friday Right. I mean, and then everything else is just like this just fucking marathon that we have to run. It's like it's it should be fun. Right. 
It should be a thing it's, where we've. It should not be fun for the organizers. That yes, is it not, should. No. Yes, it should. We do all the work ahead of time so that it can be fun for us. But you, you, it is impossible to do all the work ahead of time because you have to. You like things you have, have to, be, to be reactive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. You know, like the problem is that that it it sucks up all of us into one thing on Sunday morning, which if it was just like three or four of us, you know, I don't think it'd be a big deal. Yeah, but there's yeah. no way to run it with fewer people. Oh no no no! We I mean the the more people we throw at it, the the better the experience is for everybody yeah. yep. involved. So, <clears throat> you know, yeah, we haven't really gotten around to doing. I mean, the idea with the point five KOL cons was that we wouldn't even necessarily. I mean, would there even be like a venue? Would we even have like an event? We wouldn't. We weren't going to charge people for it. What? So are you talking about? It would. Ju- it would just be the the LARP and like a. I thought that was just going to be like a LARP. Just the LARP? I thought so. I mean, you talked about just doing a little mini thing where we like just do a barbecue or something, I thought, or just do Dave and Buster's or... Yeah, I don't mean... It was just, just going to be whatever. very minor, like, you know, yeah. that and dinner or something. You know, I don't... I, I don't know. But we, I mean, we that's didn't, the thing. We didn't if really... it's, but if it's dinner, is it dinner at a place that I we have, arrange? I have no is idea. It, yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing, right? I mean, you can't... Like, the barbecue... If it's... I mean, if the other thing is if it's in the winter, we can do it somewhere nice outside here in no, Arizona. That's true. Yeah. Like, it's just the fact that it's in the summer. That's a good point. We could use Kiwanis Park again yeah. for the barbecue. Well, we'd have to find somebody who lives in Tempe, but yeah. Nah, we know people that live in Tempe. Sure. Uh, Phil Master Plus says, having every item at 30 to 40% drop rate is bland. Having low drop rates can screw newbies and increase RNG swing. How do you deal with the dilemma? I mean, I don't. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I mean, just, just can't really. We vary it up. Can't really do it. I mean, you know, in... So, like, more and more things like the... Oh, whatever the mechanism is in the knob that every X turns, you get a non-combat that gives you a piece of gear if you don't already have it, right, if the gear drops are important. So those can be low, so you can get lucky and get them early if you're going through. You can pull them or whatever, but it's like... What we are mostly doing is getting rid of long tails on stuff. So it's still kind of exciting when something happens early or quickly or whatever and also even like a five percent drop like people at the high end if this is their goal can crank that up so much just because of all the shit that we've added over the years that in order for a drop rate to rate to be meaningfully low it has to be really really fucking low like spice melange or the cursed pirate outfit or something right like in order to create any meaningful rarity Right, because from, something that's on a monster yeah, from at a this, 5% drop. I mean, there are other ways to create meaningful rarity, like a once per ascension kind of thing mm-hmm. or whatever. Limited time content can become rare. Uh, Nick, you're talking about the keyboard shortcuts and tab chat. Yeah, it's bugging, bugging me. Bugging out? I don't like that the... I, I, what we need is for that to be configurable, right? Sure. And I want fucking the up arrow to scroll, to go through my scroll back. Well, but... That does not work on half of the browsers. Max, right? So, half. I don't know if that's half, but yeah, Yeah. I I get that the up arrow does a thing that requires you to not have to know what the home key is on a Mac, right? (laughs) You know, which is fine because what else would an up? What else would the up arrow do in a single line text box, right? It makes sense that that can just have some alternate functionality, but this is not a thing that we thought of. Uh, hey, Jick, says Sizzler, many years ago, you said the KOL team has no shortage of good content ideas, and the reason new content isn't released as often as you would like is because of the time required to program and test it. Is this still the case? What are some of the other biggest challenges in rolling out new content? And that's still just implementation, you know, and finding the time in between the things that we have to do and the other things that we want to do with our career and our lives, <laughs> you know. 
It just it takes a lot longer than it used to. Jick says, Kevin Bob, could you allow more cursed uh, items to be usable in hardcore Ronin players? Why can I not jobruse or snowball people in hardcore? Seems to unfairly keep players who enjoy ascending from fun content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, regular reminder to, again, think about putting uh, the tavern in the forest village, says the gap in the plot. Um, yeah. I mean, is that something you want to do? You, I thought you intentionally left it out. I intentionally left it out, but I don't remember why. Uh, Russell Butter says, so what are your thoughts on Arizona House Bill 2549? Man... I have just tried to stop paying attention to local politics yeah. here because there's did, not a goddamn you guys, thing. Do you guys know what this one is? No. This is this is kind of rough. This is a uh, a bill that uh, was originally proposed to prevent people from being able to harass each other via the telephone, right? Oh, right. Oh, okay. I heard so yeah, this is the trolling becomes a criminal offense. Yeah. yeah, and so then they amended it to be any electronic device, which would of course include computers, and would do things like if if. The language is such that if I annoyed you with an email, <clears throat> I would technically be breaking the law. <laughs> and sure, I think that I think that a judge would throw that shit out. Yeah, I don't think that's going to last long. But it is on the books. Like as of as of the last I heard, all it needed was Brewer's signature to become an official law, because hmm. it already passed both the House and the Senate in Arizona. So like, it's uh, yeah. Fuck if I like I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out if that's going to be a thing. That's the thing where uh, in Arizona, you know, court system has to overrule it or whatever. Right. But, but yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I do have enough faith in humanity, like in all of these things that I'm not too worried about, like any legislation that seems crazy, yeah, you know, I mean, cause it's, I just, I hate the idea that like someone could sue me for, annoying them on in the inter, on the internet or whatever but and I mean, like so right now somebody could already sue you for saying fuck to them is that a thing yes why how is it, that a thing? it's it's against the law like it counts as like this was this was a thing that my civics teacher pounded into us okay uh, because he was frustrated at the ability to not pound his boner into us the way he really wanted to uh-huh um, civics teacher was super creepy Go ahead. no i mean there's law in the books it might be a federal law, but there is at least a law in the books in Arizona that is like if you if you swear at someone, they can take you to court on under the the wording of some obscenity law. Huh. Right. I mean, it's you you would imagine, right, that it is against the law to put up a billboard, to buy a billboard and just put the word fuck on it <laughs> in huge letters. Right. Wouldn't you think that that's against the law? I have no idea. Right. And there's, and it's there's, not, that, there's that crazy freedom of speech thing. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, that's the it, so it would definitely it would be against the law to rent a billboard and just put like some like some hardcore porn on there. Right. Just like a sure. dick going into a bleeding asshole. Right. You, you, you want that to be against the law. Right. I don't personally. Although I don't want to be surrounded by but it. But I also I'm I'm an asshole. Like I don't want hate. You're a bleeding asshole. I, d I don't want hate speech to be against the law. Right. I don't like I like I feel like we either shit or get off the pot on this as opposed to or this just like you shit and have a bleeding asshole. Incremental incremental erosions of this stuff that result in the kind of stuff that we're looking at here, right? Right. I mean, it may already be against some law to send somebody an email that says fuck you. Is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, right? yeah, especially and, if it annoys me. And it clearly doesn't matter. But I'm saying it may already be against the law, even without this new thing passing. That doesn't mean it's a thing that is going to make a meaningful difference in anyone's life. Sure. Right? So it's just, I, I mean, there are still places where blowjobs are against the law. Right? Like, 
Sure. But those are usually like old pe- laws pe- that have been on the books about for laws getting a long worse, time. I feel like don't pay a lot of attention to the way the laws how, already How dumb are. the laws are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You sure. can't take a mule to church on Tuesdays or whatever. And, but if you do, three I women you can't can drink from the baptismal no, font. Bleeding asshole billboard. <laughs> uh, Zito says, in certain areas of the game, like Dungeon Fist, Louvre, Crack Rocks, etc., we end up with lots of screens that are one choice of adva- adventure after another. Problem is, if the text varies, the buttons jump around. It can be easy to think, my Louvre goal is down, 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 click once, click once, click again, only to realize I've gone up because the button shifted on me. Is there any reasonable way to stabilize them or anchor them to prevent this behavior? More frames. Yeah, I mean, I I wrote up a thing in our internal wiki proposing a change to the fight screen that would do this, um, and it was partially to make it more amenable to a to a mobile interface, but also because I it annoys me when I actually try to play the game and test every stuff that the buttons don't adventure around. has art, so that could be above. Every adventure has. Although the art does change size every now and then. Almost never in a it's choice. Pretty rare. Adventure. Pretty rare. So, but what I'm saying is, I mean, if we enforced. The buttons could be to the side of the art. Here's what I don't want uh, I don't want to enforce a minimum height on the text output, right? right. If you enforced a minimum height that was larger, than that was taller than most browsers. of the output. Yeah, that's just scrolling. But you'd scroll off. Yeah, like you'd scroll off in options. cases where you didn't need to. If you. You want the choices at the top. If you make a choice, if if you could reliably figure out how big the fucking window is that your shit is in, which you just kind of can't. That is that is a thing that is subject to so much bullshit browser incompatibilities wow, really? and inconsistency. Yeah, this fucking the remembering the size of the panes. Yeah, gets completely fucked up because some browsers always have a scroll bar and some. Uh. It only pops up. Some of them count the space that the scroll bar takes up and some of them don't. Huh. Like figuring out how fucking tall something is seems like it would be one of the most rudimentary things about CSS and JavaScript. And it's just fucking it is like this bewildering morass. And I have no idea why. It's because nobody actually makes browsers compliant with the standards. I mean, that's true. Like the, right, and th- and then everybody complains that it's because things aren't compliant. You know, I think uh, Opera was like trying to be like a, yeah, a fully so, right, compliant. And, and like if you have a fully standards compliant browser, no fucking web page will renders render correctly yeah. in it. <laughs> yep. You know, and it's like you can't make it smart enough to know whether it's fucked up or not, right? But if we did a thing where, like, by default, a choice adventure just mostly filled up the screen, right, and the choices were just at the bottom, and there was just a bunch of empty space. In between the yeah. text and the buttons, I mean, could you not put the buttons that in the in the bottom at the bottom in an iframe or something like that? So this you could scroll through the text and the buttons would never move. Um, huh. Yeah, that's huh. Especially especially for choice. Wait, why, well, why is that any different than what I'm? Suggesting? Well, so that would allow you to have tall text. Like so, you're saying if it was taller than the screen, anyway, right? If you yeah. if you if you have to scroll in the existing setup, so make it so it can never make the window is always as tall as the screen, basically. Yeah. The buttons are always at the bottom. Yeah. And if there's a lot of text, it goes into a scrolling div. Yeah, basically. And that the buttons don't scroll. Yeah, because I mean, I guess if there's a bunch of text, you probably have to scroll on a small screen anyway. Yeah. And having not having to scroll down to get the buttons. Yep. If you've seen, if you've read, if you've read it, seen a thousand times, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how hard that would be to do. I mean, and then I wonder fight how hard would be, that would be. Fight would be trickier because of the drop downs. 
Yeah, except I think those are those behave in strange ways at the bottoms of screens sometimes. Yes, they do. So that's that's my only concern with those. Yeah. I mean, you know, this would be an option that you could turn on anyway. Sure, right. Um, if we could count on the fight like script, the fight pain, the main pain being wide enough to have attack, runaway item, and skill all in the same all in the same line. You know, or we could just put them on two lines. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you're right. Having a drop down at the bottom gets goofy. But I mean, it's it's near the bottom a lot of the time anyway, right? Like I feel like you yeah, you I have mean, a fight. Let me. I'm gonna fight something. I'm gonna go into Cobb's knob and I'm gonna fight this dude. No, you, there was there was a drop down. Yeah, I didn't say there was a drop down that you just ignored. Yeah, but you only got two items in that drop down. Yeah. So I think it largely goes up anyway. But I think that varies a lot based on browser, the behavior there. Yeah, you think? I think it does. I mean, and also, our fights are way, way taller than the average person's fights. Sure. Because of all the extra text that we get on dev. Uh, man, this is a long show. I don't know that that's true. We're late for dinner. We're, whatever. We're super late for dinner. Um, anyway, yeah, this is... We, I just, I'm having fun. I'm having fun talking to you guys yeah, about, yeah. about this video <laughs> game. It's pretty cool. Um, I want to see how many other things I can be wrong about all in one show. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and some people saying some stuff. Uh, Azulian says, Hey, so I'm catching up on the Monday show, and it seems like there's quite the fallout for the Helm of Boris. I would just like to put my support behind the This Is Awesome crowd. I'm extra happy that you included MP Regen as that shows for consideration for the, I would think, most popular hardcore half for Age of Boris, the double ice cap. Yeah, that's exactly why it did that. Having it be a free pull may grind on some players' gears, but I think it shows a new option for certain runs. Some people are too cool to play by the rules. Some people are Boris and fall into the same category. <laughs> Actually, more so than the item, I'm excited for future hero run items. I can't wait to see what Jarlsberg or Pete have. Rather, I hope they have. Anyway, I noticed you moved the Pokemon Band-Aids to consumables. Would you consider a similar move for the Elven, Medi, slash Magipacks? They seem to fit into that category. Uh, yeah. Let's do that now. Okay. Um, so, I guess a question that I have is, it, I wonder if people were more upset about it because it was six weeks in versus two weeks in and i don't i mean i think i think people would have really been pissed if it was may's item where there were only two weeks left but i'm a little surprised that there was as much sort of anger or resentment because people were just beginning to get all 30 skills anyway so like all the people that were that are planning on being ultra competitive with this are just barely getting to the point where the like the real competition begins. Yeah, and so There's, I feel like why isn't it okay that we we introduce one change to that sort of midway through? Yeah, because I mean this is like exactly halfway through, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. It rolled through. at the exact midpoint. Yeah. of the thing. So it, I mean, and they're right. It should have been the first, and we should have switched these probably, or just done the fucking medium in the June or something, right? Man. Isn't it going to be fucking great when June rolls around and we don't have to do a content familiar? Sure. Oh, man, yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, it's going to suck in December when we have to do one. No, it's going to suck in November when we fucking A are getting the goddamn content familiars (laughs) done by the end of November or everyone is fired. (laughs) That is what's going to suck, is having to fire everybody when you assholes don't finish the content familiars and then I have to do it all myself and do Crimbo all by myself. (laughs) At the last moment, I'll come up with that Minecraft (laughs) familiar (laughs) because that will have been the only thing I could think of on short notice. (laughs) 
two related questions about me giving you guys more money, says the dog delusion. Will you ever change the Mrs. Accessory and the Mr. A to be usable at Mr. Store or change the bonuses on them to differentiate them from the regular Mr. Accessory? What do you think about making the Ms. Accessory into a thing that is just plus meat drop that is twice as much as the junior is for items? Uh, sure. I mean, how how does that compare to other well, accessories? So, okay. A statute of limitations on trading them back. Wait, 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 wait. Let's 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 do this one part. So, like, we, you created that I thought as a response to an outcry that there was no Mrs. Accessory, like a, like a gender equality thing, right? Yes, and I don't think anybody cares about that anymore. Okay, so getting rid of it will potentially open that door up again. It wouldn't get rid of it, what? but it would it would make it so that it wasn't equal anymore. I mean, it's still I guess it's not technically equal now because it's not a currency. Yeah, but. It would be that much less equal. So, I mean, I this is this all has genders to, are created equal. This has Some to have, have, has to have come up before. This has to have come up before. Um, <laughs> but what if we made it usable as a currency in Mister Store, but it was just worth seventy five percent as much of a Mister Accessory? <laughs> That's kind of funny. So one of us has to have made that joke I don't before, know. and I'm sorry if you guys have heard it before. <laughs> uh, I don't have a problem with that. I guess um, I don't know how that compares to other stuff that's already out in the world. Though, I'd want to look. I'd want to look. At yeah, that. no, I would. I would too. But I, I, th- people are right that it doesn't. It doesn't seem to fulfill any purpose, right? Like, it's. It is kind of like a joke. Yeah, which that's a lame. Here's a joke. Ten dollars. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> hope you enjoy that. Sure. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Like, um. Number two, would you ever consider releasing a Mr. Store item not on the item of the month timetable? For example, if the items of the month were planned and set for the next few months. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. That's a funny one. Uh, but then you get the idea for a sweet and relevant item, such as the Boris Helm. Why not whip it up, plop it in Mr. Store mid-March, and just say, this will be available until blank? I like the item of the month release schedule as it is and all that, but I don't think anyone would be opposed to there being an extra item in Mr. Store once in a while, independent of the usual schedule. Uh, I mean, I think we would get declared cash grabby. Yeah. We're already, there is already something in the works that is another permanent addition to Mr. Store that I think is really cool. And it is not all about, it is not at all about making more money. It's just about having a cool. It's a, it's weird. I'm, I'm still just not you, sold on that. Being you're dubious? Vin- yeah. I just like you don't think it's worth a Mr. Accessory? You no, think it, it just, will upset people? Uh, it just seems strange to me that that's the, the way that you want to do it. I, I don't know. Because it's. In some ways, it's like a an interface adjustment, kind of. I feel like it's worth a Mr. Accessory. Oh, oh I'm not. I, I am like, surprised that that you were down with making it one. It's weird. Uh, it's just it like. I mean, I do. I brought up that exact concern. Yeah, that's and and I was like, yeah, but that, I mean, that does the, strike me as weird. Thing. Like, it's not an interface. It it is. It's that's it what, is it, a, it's content. Thing, it is an awesome, tremendous amount of content yes. that comes with a free interface element. Uh, sure, right? I mean, but it depends on how you want to spin it. Right? It makes it, but it makes a lot of sense that this would be a side benefit of this thing narratively. Yeah, you, you guys will see. You guys will see, and you'll probably be really mad. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like I I think it is totally worth doing just to see how people react to it. To be honest, yeah, because like. I have no idea, like, but yeah, the the Ms. Ms. A changing its function, giving people uh, making part of the script that you can like swap Mr. Ms. A's for Mr. A's for for like a, for month. a month or two, yeah, and then changing what it does. Sure, I'm I have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, and figuring out where it should be on it, because I mean, a Mr. A Junior, there are some accessories that are more item dropped than that now, aren't there? 
somewhere in the game, like at the jack, jack belts. belts at certain times. But not that you can, well, other than Mr. Storms. I mean, there's probably stuff somewhere that's like know. that, but maybe with a much higher equip requirement. I don't know. We should we should look. I It's, you know, I cannot keep everything in my head at once anymore with oh, KOL. Yeah, yeah. So I have Absolutely to, like, I'm, you know, like, for example, verifying things like leaderboard runs. I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, the KOL Mafia people pointed out a gaping flaw in your game on one of their April 1 updates. The entire game isn't a huge homage to MS Paint Adventures. You need to replace <laughs> PHP with ATH, rename CSS to Strife Specibi. And I, I don't know what any of these things are. Uh, Michael, this is Michael Rain. Could Challenge Pass have something special for you for finishing them? Maybe it was only, maybe only oh, if it was hardcore run? Finishing like them in, the, at all? Like the gear you get from doing normal hardcore runs. There's the statues, but they're just for decoration. Nah, well... I mean, the gear, once you've got one of them, it also is just for decoration. Yeah. I mean, you can smash it if you just want to waste it. Sure. <laughs> right. We um, could turn all the statues into hats. Um, stat. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We could just make them accessories. But, yeah. No. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's go eat. I haven't fucking eaten anything except a handful of nuts all day. <laughs> That's I what need, I heard. I need something in my mouth that isn't nuts. <laughs> Uh, they weren't salty enough. Uh, yeah, goodbye, everybody. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for uh, Video Games Hot Dog if you're listening to this live. Uh, if you're not, download Video Games Hot Dog. Yeah. And uh, have a lovely week. Thanks for. See you later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>